Welcome, everyone. This is the Abundant Investor Podcast, and we are Beth and Christine, your hosts. We are here to show you how you can live your rich life right now with the power of an abundance mindset and tools the wealthy have used for years that are accessible to the rest of us. Things like real estate investing and using the powerful benefits of life insurance. We're so glad you're here. Now let's dive in. Hello, everyone. It's Christine and Beth from The Abundant Investor. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about the 40s. Yes. (laughs) We call it the daycare decade because at this point, your kids are in the thick of all their activities, whether it's daycare, whether it's sports, music lessons, and let's face it. Kids are expensive. Oh my God, very expensive. Um, Before we jump into that, last week we started with telling you a little bit about us and at The Abundant Investor and and who we are and why we started this and some of our fundamental beliefs. And I thought today we'd talk a little bit about a word called figure out ability. (laughs) Um, And it's something that Christine and I both have within ourselves. And I think it was something that really made us click when we first started talking about this because like, well, could we do it? And we'd say, yeah, why not? We just figure it out. Figure it out. (laughs) And it's it's been a theme for both of us in the things that we do with Abundant Investor, Mm -hmm. right? Like we figured out new way to manage our money. We figured out ways to invest in real estate. Mm -hmm. We figured out ways to to look at finances differently and shift our mindset, right? Mm -hmm. We knew there was a different way. And and so I think it's a core skill for our team, and it's something that we bring to the work that we do with you. And whether or not you can identify with being figure outable, it's something that we definitely will bring to the work mm-hmm. that we do with you, and um, we'll figure it out no matter what your situation. We've seen so many different scenarios in working with clients who are interested in changing the way that they do their finances and think about wealth and build their wealth that um, we're pretty certain we can come up with something for almost everyone. That's right. That's right. All right. So let's jump into the 40s. Holy Toledo. It's an expensive time of life. You know, I mean, here we are. You have, um, you enter off into the 40s. You may have kids um, just wrapping up daycare. We just looked up a stat. If you're in it, you know this, but if you're not, it's, it's the average cost of daycare in Massachusetts for a, a daycare like service center is $13,000. For an in-home center, it's about $11,000. So it's a crazy, crazy, crazy expense. And then, you know, I thought we'd talk a little bit about, so what are some of these expenses you have for kids? Because if you haven't heard us before, I have four kids. Christine has three. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is the decade that they are really the most expensive. Mm -hmm. So we gave you a couple stats on daycare. If they're going to play club sports, which all four of my kids played, um, those are going to cost between at least $3,000 to $7,000 a year per kid, Absolutely. depending on the sport. Hockey right. is an expensive one. It's an expensive one. <laughs> Rowing's an expensive yes. one. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, Soccer, still expensive, but not yep. as bad. <laughs> yeah. So, and then there's things like music lessons. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, put all of these things in the category, no, what nobody tells you when you have kids. Um, all <laughs> yeah. the expenses that they're going to, that are going to rack up and, you know, the average cost of raising a child today is in the 200 to $300,000 price range, which is pretty mind blowing. I don't even think that includes, it doesn't include sending them to college, right? <laughs> no. So thinking about how you're going to finance all the things that go along with raising children, that's really what we're focused on today. Um, a little bit about mindset and where you are in your relationship with your partner. We're going to touch on all those things today. Mm. 
So yeah, I mean, the kids are expensive and we figure it out. I think like Mm -hmm. most parents will figure it out and we really don't want you to be in a situation where the the part, you know, where it gets really painful Um, because for a lot of people, this is also the forties are probably the most common times that people get divorced. Yeah. A hundred percent. I actually looked up a stat and they said the app, you know, it's definitely early forties and, and the number one reason is money. And it's sad because this is also such an exciting time for your family yeah it's so fun you know they're like you know you're out of the diapers you're into you know all the fun things you get to I mean I look back at my 40s and it's where I've made some of my best friends through my Mm -hmm. kids Mm -hmm. there's so much opportunity for joy yes and we don't want the topic of money to hinder that joy we think that there's if you put a really strong plan in place Mm -hmm. that you get to enjoy all that it's not like the stress you know of oh my god I have to write a check for braces or you know whatever it may be absolutely and I think that this is you know in addition to working with us on a plan it's an opportunity for couples to work on their own relationship with money individually and as a couple and it can be a total game changer as I feel like, you know, I'll just speak from personal experience. Working on my own mindset around money has really helped my relationship with my partner in ways that have not only like kept us from having contentious debates, but actually have helped us grow. And we came into our relationship with very different views on money. I was a like a not chronic, but I was like really into saving and I had a lot of fear around spending money. My husband was very laid back about it. And I thought, how could you be so irresponsible? I'm sure I've said those (laughs) words many times. And now we've both really met in the middle. And whereas I can enjoy money more, not have such a fear around using it because gosh, what is it for? It's a tool. It's meant to be Mm -hmm. enjoyed. We're we're here on this earth to enjoy life, Mm -hmm. not to suffer, right? I think a lot of us have these subconscious beliefs around like there needs to be some suffering we have to work so hard and ha- everything has to be hard right I-, I call you know I call baloney on that it's not true and we get to figure out how to use money and talk about it like part mm-hmm. of the reason I think we have so many problems in relationships around money is because we don't talk about it that's right and then we keep it from our kids because we don't want to fight in front of the kids well what if you didn't have to fight what if you could have a really great conversation around money and how to use it and what it's for and that it's abundant, right? If we have a belief that it's abundant, that's the reality that Mm -hmm. we're going to see things. So that's Mm -hmm. some of the money mindset work we can do with you as well. Yeah, it's really important. And we highly um, encourage couples to come together to work with us and talk to us because sometimes when somebody forces you in a way or like you know you have an appointment on Tuesday that a Tuesday at three o'clock we're going to be talking to Christine and Beth and we're going to have to talk about money then yeah and we you know we make that a pleasant conversation Mm -hmm. so after that you can go out and celebrate with a nice dinner or some type of thing you can say geez aren't we such great grown-ups we just (laughs) we just had a nice healthy conversation about money and we can feel good and and move on and and put a plan in place so yeah it's um yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, Christine, that we are meant to be here on earth to enjoy life. And if you're stressed out about all those costs that we just rambled on at the beginning of this podcast, then you, you can easily get 
you know, sucked into the, the vortex of stress and it doesn't need to be that way. Doesn't have to be that way. Um, because the good news is another thing in your forties is you're typically at your highest earnings. That's true. And right. we overlook that. Yes. We don't celebrate these yeah. things enough. So we're making good money. We typically have reached uh, some type of peak in our career. In fact, some of us might have reached a peak and decide to change careers. Mm -hmm. um, at this time, though, we've accumulated so many skills that they're transferable a lot of times, mm -hmm. like they've been for both of us. And right. we have been able to you know, continue to be high earners with in new ventures. And I think that that's the case for so many people. And the reality is, is that if you've been saving along the way and investing some of that money in your 401k, you've also learned to, you know, take advantage of the of compound interest. Um, you've developed some good habits. And that's typically our audience, right? It's people who have been working, making a good salary, mm -hmm. putting some of it away. And, you know, one of the things we want to share with you is an alternative to the the way that we position our high cash value life insurance products mm -hmm. are as an alternative to the 401k because we believe that the benefits are just so much more robust and multi as a as a, as a complementary supplement right yep yep so along with your 401k mm -hmm. yeah you have your we have this terrific tool but it, like I, and I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, you don't necessarily, you shouldn't necessarily max out your four hundred one k. Right. Uh, if you're if you're at a company or a firm that's giving you some type of a match, take that. It's a free gift. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, you may not need to go beyond that because you're just deferring the taxes. Right. You're just kicking that can down the line. Right, exactly. And with the high cash value life insurance, there's a lot of tax advantages that you can realize along with both death benefit and living benefit. So it's really a multi-pronged, you know, benefit, there, you know, many benefits to using this one product in addition to your other suite of um, the way that you manage your money. And so absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll give you an example of yeah. how this could help you with some of those expenses we talked at the beginning. So let's just say you're in your mid forties and as a couple, you're bringing in $250,000 a year. You know, if you were putting 6% of your salary each year into your 401k and your company was matching 4%, mm -hmm. you could probably ratchet back that 6% mm -hmm. down to 4% because, again, that's free money. You want to take that. Mm -hmm. And the delta there, the difference between that would be a great place to start to use to fund a high cash value life insurance policy. So let's just say on average that was, say, $6,000 a year. As a starting place, you could even put more in. Let's say mm -hmm. you put $10,000 mm -hmm. a year and you started that in your early 40s. Well, by the time you're in your mid 40s, you should have a cash value that's close to, you know, $50,000 and maybe a little bit less than that. Mm. And that's money that you have available to you today to use for things like the $6,000 braces mm. or the $7,000 hockey club right? <laughs> or the, you know, whatever it may be. Um, when your kids are 16 and they go to get their driver's license, guess what? It's expensive. It's expensive. They're expensive. You have to add them to your, your car, car insurance. insurance and all that kind of stuff. So this is a pool of funds that you could set aside. It has these three big benefits. One is that it has access. You have access to it. Mm -hmm. And like Christine just said, you also have living benefits. So God forbid there was a car accident or a chronic illness or some type of an illness that you um, were diagnosed with. And then 
terrible to, to even think about it, but God forbid you hear these stories of people in their 40s that, you know, terribly have, you know, some type of a, you know, either a health issue they didn't know about or a heart attack or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've also prepared that young family of yours mm-hmm. to be just fine in life. God forbid something happens. Yeah. So it, it has these three really big benefits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, you can, without a lot of pain, pull some money from one bucket, the right. tax deferred bucket, right. pop it into this tax free bucket yeah. without a lot of change to your monthly income right. and now create a bucket of money that you can use while you're alive right. and then you can pay yourself back. Right. And and I just want to say too, you know, you might have term insurance. Well, this is complimentary. Mm-hmm. Um, it also will replace the term insurance because at some point, the whole point of term insurance is that it expires after a certain term, right? Mm-hmm. And just to be clear about how do you use a policy like this? Well, we talk about this in a lot of our other videos, but in case you didn't make any of the podcasts prior to this, a uh, high cash value life insurance policy has a cash value that you can borrow from. So you can borrow the money for the hockey. You can borrow the money for the rowing, the braces, the daycare, right? You borrow that money and then you pay yourself back over time. Think of it as a bank that instead of paying the bank interest on their money, you're, you've created your own bank. So mm-hmm. you can charge yourself interest if you want, pay yourself back that extra interest and watch that money grow even faster. Mm-hmm. All the while your money is growing uninterrupted because you're taking a loan from the insurance company, not your own cash reserves. So, and then the other thing I just want to say about the, um, you're talking, you know, talking about a family who's got a combined income of $250,000. I think a lot of people, when they first think about life insurance, they may not think about their earning potential over the rest of their mm-hmm. lifetime. So if you're making, if your salary is 150000 and you've got 20 or 30 more years of work ahead of you, maybe 20 if you're 40, mm-hmm. 45, that's a lot of money that, God forbid something happens, is not recoverable unless you've got a policy like this. And so the the benefits, we just really love how you can use it for both the insurance side and then you can use the cash value as well. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, one thing I will, uh, you know, you, you know, just to sort of summarize a little bit about your forties, right? You're at your highest, probably expense time of your life. You're also at the highest earnings potential that you like, and you're very, very busy And so we want to make this easy for you. We want to make it really easy for you to have, um, again, healthy conversation about money, putting together a plan that's easy to implement, Mm -hmm. that's customized to you, that um, isn't going to make a big dent in what you're doing anyways. And, um, you know, again, because when you come out of the the 40s, next week we're going to talk about the 50s. And... There's light at the end of the tunnel. It gets a little bit darker when you have to pay for college, <laughs> uh, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. And just um, one thing I will say about that is one thing that I wish I knew about when my family was younger was that a 529 plan um, is sort of like all over, you know, you have kids and you start getting marketed by companies to buy a 529 plan, invest in a 529 plan. It just, you know, they, they know what's happened in your life and you fall into the trap of just oh, that's what I should do. And these policies are terrific savings plans also for college. Mm -hmm. So, you know, instead of having, you know, one account over here that's just for college and one over here that's for retirement that you can't touch till you're 60. And, 
you know, these policies can kill a lot of birds with one stone. And mm-hmm. so the example I just gave you was just ratcheting back your, your retirement plan, you know, your deferred bucket plan a little bit. Well, you could also just put your 529, your college savings dollars into a, in a product like this. And one of the biggest benefits of doing that is that when you have kids that are in college at the same time, your chances of getting financial aid go, you know, really get really high up. And they look at everything like your 529 and consider that when they're looking at you fill out a form called a FAFSA. And when you fill that form out, the one thing you don't have to put on here is life insurance because Mm. it's a private account and it's not considered part of your, the equation when they're thinking about giving you financial aid. So Mm. these are all things that are important to think about and can make a big difference. And so, you know, thinking about where you're saving, I I like to talk about these three buckets. Um, The first bucket is your taxable bucket. Um, and that's your, your checking and savings account. You should have about three to six months of your living expenses there. We talked a little bit about your tax deferred bucket, which would be things like your five, I'm sorry, your 401k, your 403b. And then you have this um, tax-free bucket in the life insurance. And so, you know, I don't think a 529 plan needs to fall within any of those buckets, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the other thing I'll just say too is that, you know, a lot of us are like have more wealth than we even realize. So mm-hmm. I think we tend to like put this like, oh, I'm not wealthy because I, I don't live in a multi-million dollar house or whatever it is that our criteria is mm-hmm. for that. So a lot of us have more wealth than we think. And we want to show you that too. That's part of what we go through with you. And also I think with college and financial aid, because we have kids in college and I have my first going to college or thinking about this more, you might be surprised that you do qualify for some financial aid even though you think you're making significant money. So I like I've heard the advice and followed that it's always worth applying. And if you have the 529 plans, really, you know, you've been a good saver and you've put it away, the schools will see that and that will be something that actually works against you. Mm-hmm. So putting yeah. it away into this private account, it actually is a private account can be beneficial to you there too. So I think I totally agree. I think this is like, it's a really busy time when you're in your forties and Mm -hmm. it's exciting and we don't want to lose that the moment we want to like be in it and enjoy it. And we want to take some of the stress out of it for you. And this has been one way that we've taken the stress out of it ourselves and we're working with clients to do the same now. And it's, um, it's really exciting to think outside the box and see other ways that, you know, typically the wealthy have used and we know that this is available to other people too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe you call your, you know, start thinking of yourself as wealthy because <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> we want to help you get there with your mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so people can find us where Christine, they can, yeah, they, you, you're, you're listening here on our podcast. Mm-hmm. We have a website called the and we're on social media. We're on TikTok, yeah. Instagram, and Facebook, look up the abundant invest her with an H and you'll and be sure to find us. Absolutely. And then we, in, in all of those places, you can sign up for a um, complimentary introductory call mm-hmm. where we can spend 15 or 30 minutes learning a little bit about what your situation is. Mm-hmm. And we encourage you to come together at, um, on those calls as a couple, if you're part of a couple and uh, we can put together a really nice plan that um, in the, the experience we promise will be, will be pleasant <laughs> and not stressful. Thanks, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Abundant Investor Podcast and learned something new. 
We would love to hear from you. And if you did get something from this episode, please subscribe and rate this podcast so more people can find it and live their rich lives too. And remember, an abundant mindset means there's always plenty to go around and through giving, we receive.